financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. We'd like to thank you for tuning in for today's show called Year-End Retirement Planning. So we're going to go through a lot of information. Don't have a lot of time to do it. Uh, we're going to try and cover everything from second opinion tax reviews to maximizing 401k contributions and required minimum distributions. If you have an IRA and you're, over the above, you're above the age of 70. So we want to make sure that you're ready for the next year and you're able to meet your retirement deadlines in order to potentially qualify for deductions and credits and things of that nature. So we got a lot of stuff to cover today. Tony, are you ready? I'm as ready as possible. I'm very ready. I've been ready for this show for what seems like, well, at least minutes now. Um, uh, no, I'm, I'm really ready to go and I'm having a great week. I'm doing fantabulous. Uh, it's just been a crazy busy week. You know, the holidays are upon us and the year end is coming up. You mentioned the, the subject of this show is year end retirement planning. And Eric, before we get into this whole thing, I want to talk to our listeners out there and tell them, pick up the phone, call Eric, let him know what you want to talk about on the show. And we don't have live call-ins, but you can, if you get the answering machine, leave a message. If you get Nicole or someone in the office, let them know, hey, I'm listening to the show and I want the guys to talk about this because that's what this week's show is. We've had a lot of requests for, you know, are there things I need to remember to do uh, toward the end of the year with my finances? And what is, you know, looking forward, what's that going to be like? So we're going to touch on some of that today, Eric, and I know that this is something you've been wanting to talk about anyway. And I've got a lot of questions for you. I know you're a financial expert. But before we get into that, what's really important and what's really important to me and our listeners is how are you doing, Eric Cheek? How's Eric Cheek today? I am in the holiday spirit. I got Good. a jump on all my Christmas shopping and uh, got it all done. It's great. Uh, wow. And uh, we've got some some great snowstorms that have come through and I'm looking uh uh, around Christmas to hit the slopes and check out uh, the skis and all that. So I can't wait. Uh, in another couple of weeks, we'll be able to do that. Yeah, but exactly. everything is great. I've been very busy, and this is why this show is so prudent because you know most of my clients are retired, Tony, as you know, and so yep. a lot of them are uh, above the age of seventy. So this time of the year, we have a lot of uh, internal things in the office to make sure that. 
uh, if people have not yet taken their required minimum distributions, that uh, those uh, those distributions get taken care of this month. We don't want to be late on that. So we'll talk about that uh, as well. All right. Well, yeah, we have a lot to talk about in today's show, and it's it's going to be a good one. I, I'm glad to hear you have all your shopping done. I, as well, my wife and I are ahead of the game this year ourselves. We're It's funny you should say that. Normally, we're not ahead of the game at this point. Nor, I'm normally never we ahead. Have, <laughs> we have a week's left of shopping, but this year, the cards are out. The presents have been bought in. Uh, you know, we've got our schedule fairly intact and arranged, so... Uh, I'm pretty happy about things, the way things have uh, come together this year. Me too. Certainly takes the pressure off, I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, and that's a great analogy, and that's a great segue into today's topic because I was going to ask you why it's important to have a year-end retirement plan, but for the same reason it's important to get things done ahead of time because it takes a burden off. It's like a weight lifted and it gives you that peace of mind, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And and having a year-end retirement plan can help you save money too. Um, you know, I'm self-employed. Uh, uh, Nevada Retirement Planners is a corporation, uh, but I'm essentially the company. And so I, I really just am self-employed and have been for years. And so uh, I meet with my CPA late in the year. We look at uh, how the business is doing, and then we look at ways that we can uh, save tax money. And usually what that involves, Tony, is making contributions into a qualified plan like a 401k. And so, um, and, and it's, it's, it's on one hand, my CPA says, if you don't put this much money in your 401k, this is what your tax bill is going to be. And if you put this much money into your uh, 401k, this is what your tax bill is going to be. And it's essentially just, would I rather pay the IRS or would I rather pay myself? I think if most people are faced with that same uh, option, hopefully they would choose themselves. Well, exactly. And so many of us, so many of our listeners out there I know have 401k plans or something similar, a 403b or uh, an IRA. And so if you're making contributions to a 401k uh, and there's you haven't hit the limit for that year yet, you might be able to save a lot on taxes where yeah, you, it won't, won't make that big of a difference coming out of your paycheck. You know, you can put $100 in and, you know, you're only going to notice it like 60 to 80 bucks coming out, right? Yep. And you could even make a lump sum contribution at the end of the year as well. Uh, this year, employee contributions were 18,000. Just think about this too. If you have an employer that matches contributions, it's a great way at the end of the year to say, hey, uh, I haven't maxed out my employer's uh, contribution limit, so I'm gonna kick in a little extra money and get a little extra money from your employer as well to, to bump up those contributions. You could even tie it into the market has not uh, really performed very well this year. So it might be a good time to put some extra money into that 401k and benefit from the next growth cycle that uh, that we go through. Sure. Uh, hopefully 2016 will be a better year for investors and retirement savers than this year. This year's been very volatile, but the markets have relatively been flat for main, the, you know most of the year. So you could look at it that way as just positioning money for future uh, 
stock market growth, all kinds of things. But, you know, uh, I look at it as ways to just make sure that my ducks are in a row at the end of the year. Um, well, well, right. I, I mean, and 401k plans are very common, right? I mean, the majority of Americans today, if they're working, probably have a 401k, right? Hopefully they would, yeah. And and they've kind of taken the place over the last, say, 20 years to 30 years uh, from other type of of retirement plans where the employer covered all the retirement expense and you got a pension and certainly uh, people are now relying on funding their own pension and that's really what the difference is and so I, I would encourage our listeners to think about funding your own pension and the only way to do that is to is to uh, take money out of your checks and and get them directed into those 401ks but uh, you know, if you can make any last-minute contributions to a 401k, that's a great place uh, to start. Typically, you have a an amount that's set up throughout the year, but uh, most administrators will allow you to make a catch-up contribution at the end of the year. So you write a check, uh, for example, and 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 send it in uh, for this year and next year. Employees can contribute eighteen thousand uh, dollars to a 401k, and the IRS uh, every once in a while they adjust. Uh, the cost of living uh, and they allow us to uh, put a little bit more for those folks that are a little bit older uh, when you're above the age of 50 then you have catch-up contributions as well so this year the catch-up amount is six thousand dollars so twenty four thousand dollars can go into a 401k this year uh, if you choose to make that much of a contribution and that's a that's a very large amount and that comes right off the top of your income so it lowers your taxes dramatically if you were to do something like that Wow, that's interesting. And so that really covers uh, your contribution limits and maximum amount. Now, um, what tax benefits then do 401ks offer? Well, I just briefly mentioned you get to deduct essentially um, the contribution amounts. So if I was to take the maximum allowable contribution for this year at my age, I'm 57, uh, I could put the 18,000 plus an additional six. So that's 24,000. So if I made a hundred thousand dollars, uh, this year, this tax year and made a $24,000 contribution, essentially I'm only reporting, uh, that I made around 75,000, 76,000. So, uh, it's a tax deduction. Any way you look at sure, it. Sure. Sure. And that so that's sense. how you save. You just, you report less income, you pay less income tax because you're reporting less income. But all you've done is just taken it out of one pocket and put it into another. Sure. You're delaying spending that money. <laughs> yeah, and you're until delaying until retirement, tax. and yeah, your and kids are going to get smaller presents. But <laughs> overall, it's good for you to do that. Well, yeah, and especially if you have the mean, means and ability, you should always, uh, you know, save as much as you can for retirement anyway. And and look at those tax benefits. I think that's really smart. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment of the show. Eric, do you have anything you'd like to share with our listeners before well, we sure. take a quick break? Uh, you know, for those of you folks that are preparing for retirement, and it could be something as simple as just really having a good working knowledge of how Social Security benefits work or learning about mistakes to avoid, sometimes it could be overwhelming, especially this time of year. Uh, lots of other activities going on. Uh, visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com. Or seriously, Tony mentioned giving me a call at the office. Uh, certainly do that as well. 
674-2222. Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. It's got some great tools in it to help prepare for the retirement you're working so hard to achieve. Well, I think that's great, Eric. And once again, I'd encourage the listeners, pick up the phone, give Eric a call. There's no cost, no obligation. And Eric, you're a great guy to sit down with and have a conversation with. And it's really casual. Uh, There's no pressure or strings attached. It's just to get to know each other. And um, Eric, you have a lot of wisdom. You can look and see where people are at and uh, see if there's anything you can do to help them in their situation. Every situation is different though, isn't it? It is. And the goal is to get all of our clients financially tuned. Awesome. Well, very good. I love how you tied the name in there, Eric. You get an extra gold star for today. Um, But we're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. In today's volatile environment, making sure your scales are balanced has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if not properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we created a report that has general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement and investment assets called the Rule of 100. You can download your complimentary Rule of 100 report at nvretirementplanners.com or call us today at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and our co-host, Tony Shore. Now, we've been talking about year-end retirement planning. And in the last segment, we talked about 401k contributions and and maxing out those contributions. I also briefly touched on the dollar amount limits for 2015 and 16. Uh, Employees can contribute up to $18,000. And of course, hopefully those uh, future cost of living adjustments will increase those amounts. Uh, And then if you're over the age of 50, you also have the catch-up provision, which this year is $6,000. So a total of $24,000 if you're over the age of 50 can be contributed to a 401k this year. Well, and that's good information to know. And I hope our listeners have made note of that. Now, Eric, in addition to maximizing your 401k contributions before the end of the year, what else should our listeners be planning for? Well, I already mentioned or alluded to what I do is is I do a second opinion tax review. I see where I'm at through the years. Uh, I own a business though, and, and so things can change. But even if you uh, receive a paycheck from an employer, uh, I think it is a great idea to, from time to time, uh, get a second opinion of what your income tax situation looks like. Your taxes are a topic that I think everyone should be concerned about, but a lot of times uh, people just really don't want to get into detail about taxes. But the idea is that you don't wanna pay more than you have to, so uh, I think it never hits, it never hurts to get a second opinion. And right now, uh, most CPAs, they're doing the end of year stuff, but they're not doing tax returns yet. So it's a great time to contact your CPA and uh, really have a thorough examination of your taxes done. Uh, I do this a lot for clients. I work with qualified CPA firms uh, and we can do tax analysis for clients, certainly new clients. That's one of the things that we always look at is, uh, are they paying too much than they should in their taxes? Uh, mm-hmm. I always tell clients, look, if we could save a few dollars in taxes, that's money that we do not have to invest on your behalf. 
and put at risk uh, in this very turbulent market to try and get a return. So let's take some of this downtime that our CPAs have and use it to our advantage and do some tax planning. See, now that sounds like a great idea, getting us, you know, taking this past year's returns, last year's returns, and having a CPA look them over to see if any mistakes were made or if there's any way you can save on your upcoming taxes or maybe maybe there you, there was a mistake made and you, you might get some more money back. So I think that's critical. Now, what's the process you use for this, for doing a, a second opinion tax return? Well, if someone comes uh, into my office, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have them gather their previous year's returns and, and all the corresponding documents. And then uh, I have a CPA firm that's on retainer and I'll have them do a second opinion tax analysis. Uh, it, you know, it's surprising, Tony, how many mistakes that they catch because the IRS code is so complicated. Yeah. It's, it's easy for a tax preparation firm, you know, even the big ones, H&R Block and Jackson Hewitt, it's easy for them to make a mistake because you got human beings inputting the information and being able to sit down and look at someone's tax return in a critical way when the return is all prepared uh, CPAs have ways to identify areas that they should look into further so uh, and it doesn't cost anything and if nothing else get to give yourself a peace of mind uh, that you haven't overpaid or underpaid god forbid uh, your yeah. income taxes is is a worthwhile uh, uh, expense of your time well right the IRS is one monkey you don't want on your back right no, I've been audited a couple times uh, through no fault of my own. One was just a, a random routine audit, and it uh, it's not fun at all because you essentially have to prove to the IRS that, yes, this is the money I get to keep. That was my impression, you know, wow. uh, because wow. they want you to pay more. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, they're asking you to identify this and this deduction and, and why did you take this deduction and and you're basically essentially proving that, yes, I'm entitled to keep this much of my money that I earned this year. So, Eric, do you uh, think that if I, in answer to that question, if I told them because my mom said I could, do you think yeah. they're going <laughs> to, will that work? They might get a chuckle out of it, but. Uh, well, my mom is a CPA and she does my taxes, so. Oh, well, there you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> so lit she literally did say I could. So yep, yep. that's what I'm going to tell them. My mom said I could. Yeah, you but think I don't they think have a the mom excuse would fly. They're, uh, I couldn't get them to chuckle about one thing I said. <laughs> I'll tell you that, Tony. They're really good at keeping the straight face and, oh, uh, and all wow. that stuff. But the good news is, is. Both times I've been audited, uh, one time resulted in no additional income tax, and the other time I got a refund because my <laughs> CPA awesome. had of just... Of course you did. It just something on a calculator, you know, just hit the wrong button and the decibel point was in the wrong place. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was still... So I went back to my CPA and said, aha! And he was, you know, he was concerned. You know, how did I do that? How did I make that mistake? But it's easy. So anyway, that second opinion, I think it's a... It's a, a prudent thing for a lot of folks to do. Yeah. Tell them uh, for your next year's returns, that CPA should have done them for free because he made a mistake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if it was in your advantage, no. no yeah. Um, well, you know, I'm sure our listeners out there, like like myself, we're all concerned about tax rates going up in the future, and we who, all assume- Who said they were going to go up in the future? <laughs> Everyone. Come so, on. Yeah. Everybody says they're going up, Eric. I hate to tell you. But, but, you know, that's why we all want to minimize our, our tax burden 
uh, you know, and we don't want to be vulnerable to increasing tax rates. So I know you have strategies that you employ to help people minimize their tax burdens, right? Yeah. You know, some of the things uh, our, our CPAs do an excellent job uh, for someone that has IRAs and they're thinking about doing a Roth conversion into a tax-free account. And clients will ask me, Eric, is that a, is that a good strategy? Would you do it? And I always give them the same answer. I said that that question cannot be answered by me. It needs to be answered by a CPA. Uh, and a CPA that's qualified to do Roth conversion analysis, you need to have several scenarios presented to see if it makes sense or if it's in your best interest to employ that strategy. But, uh, you know, I love Roth IRAs and, and I'm looking at some point in the future uh, when I'm retired of doing that exact thing. Uh, sure. My 401k will go into an IRA at some point when I retire and, and seeing what amounts I can convert because we're all assuming that tax rates are going to go up in the yes, future. And exactly. so if you can take an account uh, that is 100% taxable and use strategies that make the conversion less costly uh, and see over time if the benefits of paying the tax and converting that sum uh, over time, what will happen to it. And looking at these conversion analysis, it's, it's amazing data to look over. Sure. And the numbers speak for themselves. And so uh, I suggest people, if they're, if they're even curious about if it might be an effective strategy for them, to definitely get the numbers and, and uh, have someone like myself or another financial advisor uh, use a, a qualified firm to do a Roth conversion analysis. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, it's time for another quick commercial break. Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we take that one? Well, uh, just like I mentioned before, uh, if you have questions about year-end tax planning or contribution limits or whatever, grab the phone, give me a call. Our number is 775-674-2222. We're always answering the phones uh, during normal business hours. So uh, reach out, give me a call, and maybe I can just uh, answer any questions right over the phone for you. All right. Well, that sounds good. Thank you so much, Eric. And listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back with more from Eric Cheek on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to our last segment of the show of Financially Tuned on year-end retirement planning. Now, we've covered the importance of uh, maximizing contributions to your 401k to get your uh, your income down, take that deduction. We've also talked about the benefits of doing some year-end tax planning. And uh, we've got a couple of other things to talk about uh, in this segment, and we'll just get right to it. All right. Well, you know, uh, continuing with the theme of our show today, Eric, what other items or planning tips could you maybe give our listeners for year-end retirement planning that we haven't talked about? Well, the third one I mentioned early in the show, uh, but I'll expand on it more, is ensuring that if you are above the age of 70 and a half and you have IRA accounts, making sure that you take your required minimum distribution. 
it sounds like a no-brainer to people who are still working and preparing for retirement. It is not a no-brainer for people that are retired. Life is still busy for people, and uh, maybe you don't think about finances so much when you're retired, which would be a good thing if you didn't have to think about them so much. But um, making sure that you take required minimum distributions every year. Uh, now, all the custodians I work with, they send us out uh, alerts, and so we start this process uh, about three months ago. We started making sure that uh, clients that did not have accounts set up, we got them set up. And uh, typically, we'll set our accounts up to where they all pay out either in November, December. That way, you've had the benefit of the money being invested for the entire year before it comes out at the end. But you definitely want to make sure that if you have a required minimum distribution, it comes out uh, in the tax year you're supposed to receive it because the penalties are, are very stiff. Uh, if you don't make those withdrawals uh, when you're supposed to. Yeah, I, I bet. And um, uh, maybe you could provide us with dates that our listeners need uh, with an IRA when they're required f to take those. Well, the IRS says that you have to start taking required minimum distributions in the tax year that you turn 70 and a half. But essentially, when you turn 70 and for the rest of your life, money, a minimum amount of money must come out of a qualified account, for example, an IRA. And so they give you a table, a distribution table that, that explains the percentages that have to come out every year. And sure. basically what they do is they take your previous year's year-end balance. So for this year's RMDs, they're taking the end of year balance in 2014. Uh, December 31st, 2014. That's the balance that we work off of for this year. And those distributions need to be made by the end of this year. They can be made on the 31st of December and still uh, be okay with the IRS. So you just have to make sure that they're taken sometime during this year. So Eric, are there what are those penalties then that are associated with this when you uh, fail to take a required minimum distribution? Well, Tony, how about a 50% penalty on the amount you should have been distributed for that year? Wow, 50%. Yeah. yeah. So that's one mistake you absolutely cannot make. You cannot make that mistake. That is just, it. it's a deal killer. Yeah. Uh, if you had a required minimum distribution this year that is $10,000 and you fail to take the distribution in a timely manner, guess what? you pay a 50% penalty on the amount that should have been withdrawn. So you have to go ahead and make the withdrawal and send the IRS a check for $5,000. I mean, it's it's absolutely Yikes. obscene yeah, that they have a tax terrible. like that. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it is. Uh, wow. You know, the IRS has been waiting all those years to tax that money. And it's grown in 401ks and IRAs in the absence of taxes for years and when they mandate you start taking deductions or distributions and if you don't they really hammer you so uh, really make sure that these things are set up and what must most custodians do tony and certainly we do it with all of ours is we'll set up the distributions on a reoccurring basis so once you set it up initially it automatically is calculated and sent out at the same time uh every year and uh, it's done automatically. So those things do not happen. Yeah. And that's why you need a financial professional 
that you can trust. And uh, I'm not going to name names, but Eric Cheek. Yeah. Uh, that's who I trust. So, Eric, this has been a great show. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time, um, but it has been a good one. Now, uh, I think uh, coming up, we're going to talk about it in a future show. We'll talk about the year ahead and kind of what's in store for us in 2016. That's going to be a great conversation to have, talking about our finances in the next year. And uh, this is this has been great. Uh, do you have anything to add before we have to go today? I do. Um, and, and I would encourage uh, our listeners, if they have an idea for a topic of a future show, please let me know about that. I'd, I'd, uh, I'd certainly do it. A uh, couple of exceptions. Uh, I'm not going to talk about 17th century French literature, things like that. <laughs> if it's of a financial nature, we can cover it. So if you have an idea of a future show, please uh, reach out to me and let me know. We'd be happy to cover it for you. Other than that, in the meantime, give me a call at 775 775- Six seven four twenty two twenty two to get your questions and concerns answered. Set up a free consultation. Visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com. Download that complimentary retirement income toolkit. It's got a lot of great tools to really help ensure that you're getting set up properly for the retirement you're working so hard to achieve. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 